right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast slash the No Laying Up preview show, PGA Championship edition, five-man weave going here. Solly here. I'm going around from top left to middle top. DJ Pie, hello, DJ. Greetings. Hello. Ready for a big, big week at a major championship. Big Randy is here. Hello, Mr. Big. Hello, guys. I am so ready for Glory's last shot. <laughs> Glory's second shot. Uh, oh, clockwise. Right, right. right. Uh, his favorite event, the Beluga. Neil Schuster, hello, Neil. Good to be here. I was trying to put together a Matt Damon Stillwater look. Didn't have time to grow a harsh goat, but, you know, we did our best. Super close. You barely barely missed on that one. Uh, Emperor TC, the Draft King, uh, Tron Carter, hello, TC. Last but not least, baby. Certainly not least. He. Uh, we're going to try to keep... <laughs> There, I cannot only imagine how many different ways he's going to try to go with this, but we're going to try to keep I've, him I've on the I've deleted at least 30 plays in the last 45 minutes. It is major time in Tulsa. Golf's second major of the year is this week. From tee to green, get, on, get in on all the action for all four rounds with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers who place any $5 wager on this weekend's tournament will get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. This year's championship in Tulsa will feature some of the best golfers in the world going toe-to-toe for their shot at Glory's last shot uh, at raising the trophy and cashing in. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still drive for show, putt for dough with DraftKings Daily Fantasy golf contests everyone can play for huge cash prizes this week how big over 10 million dollars easy to play just pick six golfers stay under the salary cap submit your lineup before the tournament tees off on thursday tc i would recommend any overflow picks you have just dump them right into your your daily fantasy lineups here i've already got one in. i'm gonna have about 10 more lineups probably that that's usually my mo i I typically have about three different lineups i throw in for those the problem is there's so many ways i can go and it's tough to squeeze them under the budget John's lobbying DraftKings so that he he's able to use eight players this week. <laughs> do, not, six. do not miss out on all the action this week at DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers use code NLU at sign up. Bet $5 on golf second major and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Code NLU. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and older restriction supplies. See show notes for details. Where do you guys want to start? If you are tuning into uh, to the just the video, we are also on the podcast feed. We are going to conclude this with an interview we did last week with Gil Hans talking about Southern Hills, about the renovation, uh, about the golf course as well. So we'll talk a little bit about that here on the front end, but uh, make sure to check that out here on the back half as well. What, what are your guys' impressions of Southern Hills so far based on what you've seen? Pie Man? Well, we were kind of just discussing briefly before we, we fired it up, and, and I was kind of saying, you know, it's a bit of a blind spot for me, and I think actually when when you say it that way, when you tee me up, that's kind of what I'm most excited for. You know, it's 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 very very exciting to go to a place like this that we don't have a, a ton of memories. I think we're all kind of probably in the same boat, right? Like we all remember Tiger winning. We all remember it was hot as hell, uh, but I couldn't tell you what he did on the tenth hole or the fourteenth hole or any of that stuff. So in a way, it, it kind of feels like returning to a place with some history. It's, it's always fun to like go back and and try to read as much as you can about these places shout out to the hubert green story i'm sure you guys saw that uh in and around you know your your research where he thought he was going to get a just shot 
on the fifteenth hole and uh, still made par. Uh, look that one up. If he you got a literal death threat, the, uh, an agent came up to him to tell him he had got a death threat. Yeah, you you are going to be shot on the fifteenth hole. Eddie drove it way left on the fifteenth hole, still saved par. Unbelievable. Uh, can't can't imagine doing that. But long winded answer. I'm I'm excited to dive in and and learn as much about Southern Hills as I can and and just watch a ton of golf because early returns are that it looks really freaking cool and and uh, there's a lot of good video stuff out there, a lot of good written stuff out there that kind of speaks to, you know, I feel like it's going to check a lot of our snobby golf course architecture boxes this week, you know? It's not, at least it does not appear to be. What I'm excited about is not appear to be a driving contest, right? It is not narrow fairways and thick rough and super long holes. Is it kind of long? Yes. But it looks like they have a lot of flexibility with what they're going to do with the tees. I didn't even think about this. I didn't see this in any preview stuff, but Jeff Shackelford tweeted earlier that Tiger was practicing from an up tee on 17. He thinks that they'll put it up two of the four rounds. I don't know if he got that secret inside information from the uh, director of golf during his time spent on the advanced mission, but uh, the 17th hole, if that's a drivable hole, especially on a Sunday, that could be super interesting. But, you know, it, again, we talk with Gil in the back half of all the things he's, he's done to, to adjust this golf course or to, you know, restore this golf course. And all of them, uh, exactly what you said, Deeds, check the architecture boxes of like, I think it's super boring to watch golf with thick rough around the greens and long, narrow fairway, uh, narrow fairways with thick rough with long golf holes like Beth Page. I think that's boring. This place has neither of those. It's got short grass around the greens. The ball, you're going to miss greens around here and the ball's going to start moving away from you. It's going to be the right kind of chipping contest with, you know, different kinds of shots that are required, different options instead of, you know, guys grabbing their 60 degree when they miss the green from 200 yards out. Uh, you're not going to see a lot of that. So I'm looking forward to that part of it. It looks like a great balance of who is in control of their golf ball the most, not who hits it the furthest, and it will not be a putting contest. So I could be all wrong, but based on what everything we're seeing out of it right now, that's what it feels like. Well, I was watching some of the uh, preview content. Shout out to Andy over the fried egg. It looks like they're bringing creeks back. And, yes. and when I think of Southern Hills, creeks are not the first thing that pops to mind. Things like heat and massive bunkers pop to mind. But it, that, that Whitey Bulger story, too. And, about and the, the president of Highlight getting lot. killed in the parking lot, I, I think, is by Whitey Bulger. Uh, also comes to mind. Allegedly. Uh, but I think it was his crew. Yeah, I think he yeah, kind of yeah. put the hit out. I think anyway, he sat that one out. We digress. The point like, being, like Phil, Harry Maxwell, it, it seeing some of the aerials of what Gill's done, it reminds me of a course in North Carolina, Old Town, which is also Perry Maxwell. And I find creeks to be the most intimidating type of uh, hazard or penalty area out there, more so than lakes um, or even oceans, because they just they meander, they sneak, Randy. They're just they're always out there lurking, waiting for you. And there's a few short fours where it looks like there's you know a creek on cutting across the fairway and and on one side almost intersecting in the hole on number 10 and uh, it looks like number 17 um, that I'm looking forward to watching and they those don't dictate a one way to play the hole right you think about like the big ponds at Bay Hill it's like well obviously don't hit it here but a small hazard a small creek you can try to play really close to it you know you can say all right the chances of it going in it not very big let's take this risk it promotes such a more interesting style of golf than just water hazards Florida golf basically yes. And I, I think you, you mentioned the video that Andy did and I watched that as well. It was awesome. I, I would, this is a week where I feel like doing some advanced scouting, uh, as a fan helps you out a ton, right? Because otherwise you, you spend the first couple of days kind of like trying to put your finger on, on what you're watching. Right. But when you, you have a golf course like this and there is so many things that are so intentionally done by the architect and by the setup, 
it's kind of nice to like know what to look for ahead of time, right? Like watch for guys who can't control their spin with wedges who are spinning them off all these like rolled edges, right? Watch for where guys are laying up on the short par fours that Neil mentioned. Like it's, it's a, I mean, it, it, it obviously like is a much more interesting golf course in that there's like more intrigue on every hole. Right. And I think a lot of that kind of requires or, or not requires, but it's a little more fun when you, when you do some studying for the test ahead of time, rather than just like watching like, Oh shit, he birdied 12. I wonder what 12 is. You know, it's, it's uh there's a little, a little work that pays off for the fans. I think Randy, what are you hyped about? Oh uh, God. What am I not hyped about? Is probably the better question. Randy, what are you not hyped about? Well, I think, let me be the first to say, I think the course was better pre-renovation. I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to plant my flag on, on that take. No, I, I think what I'm most hyped about, I, you know, I'm not breaking new ground here, but just getting a, a better look and understanding of Southern Hills. I, I think the, the Tiger win was at a time where, you know, I, I, I watched it certainly, but I, I just don't remember a lot about the course. So when these majors roll around to courses such as Southern Hills and, you know, I felt this way about other major venues. It's it's fun to kind of come back with a fresh set of eyes and a little better understanding and appreciation for the architecture and, and some of the features. And so I look forward to that this week. Let me ask you guys this. When was the last time we had a, a real good uh, kind of bloodbath, like closing of a major? Like somebody, just, like a real just heartbreak, heartbreak. Just wreck, wrecking their rigs on the way in, like everyone? Yeah. Or? Yeah, just reading in doing some reading, I saw that only two. So they've had seven men's majors here, and only two of those winners have parred the last hole. Meaning, like, you know, there could be some rig wrecking coming down on that on that 18th hole. We could see a, a double to lose the tournament kind of thing, uh, something like that, which I know gets this cynical crowd very hyped. Of course, uh, so I, I would I would hate for any unlucky bounces. You know, not rewarding of good shots would no, hate, I would hate, would that. hate for that to happen. I'd say Scotty Scheffler at, at the Masters wrecking his rig. <laughs> he that's, four, that's true. Four putting the last hole. He just was so far ahead that he had, yeah. you know, had time to repair his rig and still get it across the line before anyone caught him. Guys, I think back to uh, I think back to 2007. I really don't remember anything about the golf course. Same as you guys. I just remember Tiger grinding the hell out of everybody. Uh, and even same thing with Retief before that. And who was it before that? Scott Brooks or or uh, Mark Brooks? Mark and, Brooks, I think. Mark yeah. Brooks was in the playoff with uh, uh, with Retief. Okay. At, in the year that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, but you know I don't what? Think anybody remembers? It's been lost to history. Three of the best players in the world finished in the top three the last time they. they they came there. Tiger won. Ernie Els finished third. Can you tell me who finished second? Woody Austin. Yes. <laughs> Solo second, two behind Tiger. Can you imagine if Woody Austin took down Pete Cat? But this is what am I? I'm a little upset that he's not in the field this week because people will try to do this, but like last time it was here, so and so. I mean, he finished third. Like he he really likes this golf course. I mean, you got. I went back and looked at the leaderboard from from that year, and man, like you you forget that blah 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 had a really great week that week. Could factor into some of my picks. Who knows? Did could you be someone. Did could, you pick Woody Austin? No. no, but some some guys with some unfinished business here, maybe. I like that. Rory Tracker on Twitter asked us the top three holes at Southern Hills you're looking forward to watching. I came up with four that I thought were particularly interesting, and I would recommend the YouTube video that Golf Digest does. The Every hole at Southern Hills is just great. 
usually those aren't done necessarily in advance of major championships, but this one is pretty much designed for that, and it was a, a great guide. Number two is Badass. It's a, featuring one of Neil's great uh, creek features with a vertical hazard. Also, it's a tree that's also in the fairway, Randy, that also might uh, kind of dictate some of the design of that tee shot. That looks interesting. Okay. So my ears perking up on the live Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ben Hogan called number 12, one of the great par fours in the country. Uh, it's a dogleg left par four. Uh, again, got some super interesting land features and then 13 Southern Hills also has some, some fucking quirk guys. 13 T is directly behind 12 green. You are teeing off over 12 green, uh, from 13 T to play a 600 plus yard par five. And then the aforementioned 17th hole, if they move that up or just a 370 yard par four late in a major championship, it's going to be a birdie hole no matter what. So I think that, uh, really good balance of like, there's going to be some, you know, some chances to make some moves and also like like probably about 13 of the holes are really going to be testers. Any scouting report from anybody out on the grounds right now? I've, I've heard, uh, you know, fairways are wide, generous driving, but it, it'll still be like driving still at a premium. Like you still got to hit the right side of the fairway. Um, you got to like I, everything I'm hearing. It's like, you got to drive it well enough, but it's an iron players golf course. And you know what dictates a lot of that is there's not like fairway bunkers that are just stationed, like Reese Jones bunkers that are just stationed at between like 270 and 320 that are just waiting to go. Like there's not Torrey Pines bunkers out there, right? It's not like, you know, that's where you can, the, the golf course can really turn into a distance competition is if there's guys that can blow it over certain bunkers and the rest of the field that puts in play. And it doesn't look like that. It's like, it's more about shaping your tee shot with the can like against the cant of the fairway to hold them. Uh, because there is a ton of land movement going on, you know, up and down and sideways from tee to green, not just with your tee shots, but also like your approach shots into greens. There's just, there's just a lot going on and not a lot of it is really funneling it into places you want to go. So that's what I was going to say too, is, is not only from a, like which side of the fairway you on, what, what shot shape are you hitting into these Hills perspective, but also if it's firm out there, which by all accounts, it seems like it will be, you know, a little, a little heat early in the week with some with some wind kind of drying things out but just seeing where that ball ends up right like it's not a a wet major championship where you fly it 317 yards and you know it, it spins back six inches it's going to be like it seems like the ball's gonna be running in the fairways which on fairways like that that are so canted almost like a augusta national or or even like i mean probably not as drastic obviously like kapalua but like there's a ton of uh, places where the ball can almost trickle down into better or worse angles too, which is going to be, again, like that's the kind of, you know, studying before the test stuff that I'm, I'm trying to like pick up is, is where are balls going to settle that are going to help you? Where is it going to settle? That's going to hurt you. Where is it going to, where do you got to worry about runouts that are going to put you in a Creek? Uh, all that kind of shit is like, just looks really, really cool. And I think from that perspective too, if the ball is stopping on a lot of side hill lies, I think that adds a whole massive element that the the telecast is, you know, it's always just going to be tough to pick that up. But that's where you get into Spieth territory, right? Is is you get in those weird lies, the Augusta Kapalua type stuff that that he loves playing and, and just figuring out how to hit shots. God, did you guys read his press conference after the tournament yesterday? He's just talking about just imagination, just out there manufacturing shots, making it work, pulling God, them you're off. Gonna make me change my plays. Yeah, I'm I know. That's, my what, plays that's what I'm right saying. Here. That's what I'm saying. It's it's gonna be <sighs> I don't know. It's very interesting. It's very interesting from a Spethian perspective. Well, we'll, we'll we're gonna we're gonna off the air. We're gonna build up to to picks here. I have a feeling I that name's gonna get. One of the things it seems like you got to be a pretty good chipper of the golf ball. 
like like you said earlier, Sally. That's why I was looking at Hovland, and I'm like, man, like this seems like everybody's like, oh yeah, he's you know he lives in Oklahoma, he's super comfortable. It's like no, like he's fucking terrible. You know who's a good chipper of the golf ball? Big tone. Stay tuned. Big tone. So uh, also bent bent greens, bent greens easier to putt on. You know, Hmm. like it's like a you know fast bent greens. It's kind of an equalizer for poorer putters. I think it does like seem that. like the combo Tron I'm with you of like really firm greens, a lot of wind and greens basically designed to, I don't know about repel shots, but just like the big rolled edges is just, yeah, it just seems like people are going to be chipping all week, which again, or, or you got to hit we, the shit out of your irons or yeah. yeah which I, again, I think we, we learned at Augusta is like, uh, it might be cam Smith SZN continued. Stay tuned loves, on that front. He, he loves chipping. Well, Solid, we had a question here from, from Kylie Mags. With chipping and getting up and down at a premium, who in the crew's mind does Southern Hills eliminate before the first tee shot? Hell yeah. Tron, first of all. <laughs> For sure. In this crew, yes. Hovland, that, that's Hovland, why I didn't sign yeah. up. Hovland is where I went, but like tee to green, it makes so much sense, I think, for Hovland, but around the greens, it just doesn't. Yeah, but that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Give me give me that where he, he is in contention and and like really trying to compete with you know it's almost like the Zalatoris uh short putts thing right like god give me give me him in contention trying to chip the ball into like just really difficult spots well, wood wash i've got a hot take i've talked a little bit about it on the uh group of salinas open pod rom not chipping and putting it all that well hitting generational driving of the golf ball strokes gain tee to green but around the green, on the green, not great. Does this does that put him at a disadvantage here? Being you know the fa- odds-on favorite, who can say? He's not. He's, he's not, not odds-on. On. Don't do this. Come All right. on. <laughs> the favorite. Uh, that's, Randy, that's that's Randy's guy. How are you going to talk about Randy's guy like that? He's great. All I hear, yeah, he's he's phenomenal. Uh, is Rory a good chipper? I don't know. How how does he? I mean, how does that? I mean, I worry about Rory up? on these short fours when Dude, he's got I, yeah. 80, 80 yards, one hundred and ten yards in, and he's zipping wedges back down <laughs> into the creek. Change my plays again. Raise you're your hand. Are you? Who's falling into the Rory trap this week? Who's falling in? Not, not doing it. Okay. Not doing maybe, it. maybe. No. I haven't decided I, yet. I, I was fully the in the Rory trap going into the Masters. Feel really good about that. Uh, I still think he might win that golf tournament. A couple things bounce his way. <laughs> Ran out of holes. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we gotta we gotta check through the footage. It should be one of those things where it takes like a year for a full audit to actually like confirm <laughs> confirm the results of the week. You have to you have to you have to. It's like triple factor authentication. Exactly. Stop, the Stop, the Stop the steal. Stop the steal. You get Alan. You gotta make sure you're in the right frame of mind to be able to make these adult decisions. Jamie That's Weir exactly texted right. me this morning. He said, "I'm out with Rory. He's minus six through six uh, on the front nine. But questions for you, Sally. You're the you're the the data golf stack guy. What's the Morikawa and Shoffley, what what's their chipping like as far as statistics? I so I I don't look that closely at like a strokes gain around the green because I just think that stat can there's a lot of noise that could be in there, right? Make if you're making a putt from off the green, that can really override it. So I, I don't honestly I think this would be more of a um technique kind of thing than it would be looking at the stats, right? Like is your how many different kinds of shots do you have around the greens? And like Quite honestly, we just don't see like a lot of golf that looks like this on the PGA Tour, right? So many of the PGA Tour courses have thick rough around the greens, and that is like what is tested on repeat. But like, I don't, I hate to like generalize this too much, but I almost want to say like, 
experience, like experience of people that are in control of their golf ball, I like better than the guys that I think play offense, right? Rory to me plays offense. When he gets going, he gets running, he can go do it. But like, I, I, I trust like some, like I honestly trust like Tiger to get it around the greens a lot better than I do someone like Rory. Um, or or Scotty, like the, I feel like his, yeah. I, we're I looking think for, about we're Phoenix, looking for like waste management. Week. He like he just seems to have like the softest hands, hitting all kinds of different chip shots and you know match play. Same thing. He's just kind of getting the ball close to the hole. He's got a knack for it. I guess what you could do is say, you know, you could you could reverse that TC and just go with strokes gained approach. Right. I was going to say is like chances. don't get too caught up into into the chipping thing because like the and I'll get the math wrong but like the math basically says like all right if you're this good of a ball striker you offset any chipping advantage you would have right so whoever has like the best like is in the most control of their golf ball with their irons this week is probably going to win more so than somebody who chipped it really well um, just because that that's that's just how the how the math really works. No, I'm just th- I'm just thinking about guys that that are going to kind of almost shoot themselves out of it in that regard right of guys that are just gonna bleed shots away yep uh god i've I, i've i've deleted two of my plays just in the last two minutes since we've since we've been talking for your reference tc the uh cam smith as an exceptional chipper is like plus 1.8 and xander's like plus one even yeah so just- exactly I, I'm gonna. I've decided during this major as i was making picks i've i'm gonna make a pledge i'm gonna miss rory's major win like whenever it happens I'm going to miss it. Like I, I'm not going to try to predict when it's going to come. It may come, but I'm going to be missed. I, it, it's so freeing. That has helped me so much. Just be like, when it happens, dude, you're going to whiff on it. And that's totally fine. But that's going to save me from getting caught up in like the next 30 traps. I have a feeling. I, I know this isn't what you want to hear, but that's exactly how I feel about the Bitcoin I stuff. Could, I could <laughs> just stop, stop bringing it up. I don't care. I, I I'm, not, ride, I'm just not going to be there. That's fine. So I could ride with you on that, except for Augusta. I will I will be there. You're going to follow that trap. Yeah. Neil's okay. going to park his chair. No right. one's allowed to That's sit right. there. I'll be there. <laughs> um, let's talk about the cat a little bit. What do you? Uh, before we do that, I do want to give a shout out to our friends at Precision Pro, knowing up, sponsored by these said friends and partners at Precision Pro Golf, the official rangefinder of NLU. Play your best golf this season by adding equipment to your bag that you can trust. With Precision Pro Golf, you're being taken care of by a Cincinnati-run company, by a fellow golfers always there to help you find out or to help you out with any customer service needs you may have. Get the best tech rangefinder and the best value rangefinder of 2022 at Precision Pro Golf with the Precision Pro Care Package, unlimited battery replacements, a two-year warranty, and the best customer service in the industry, all available to you when you join Precision Pro Golf. And this Wednesday until May 23rd, celebrate the PGA Championship and its return to Southern Hills with a major sale on precisionprogolf.com. Get the best tech rangefinder and the best value rangefinder of 22 of 2022 at up to $30 off and $20 off their Ace Smart Speaker. This Wednesday, head to precisionprogolf.com. Save big on the official rangefinders of No Laying Up. Swing with confidence, hit more greens, Precision Pro Golf. Ma- massive week for rangefinders out there these next couple days. Oh, that's oh yeah, right. are they using them? I forgot about that. Uh, I guess, oh, yeah. Do they get to use them during the PGA? I guess they do, right? Yeah, massive week for wow. rangefinders. That's that's the cool thing. Another cool thing about, about Southern Hills, too, right? It's all, all these little shelves. The the pinnable spots, based on all all reports, are just so much smaller than they look. Bummer right? that they, they what, can't use the slope what, feature. Don't you dare the use elevation that slope. Change. That's don't, what worries me about the rib. On. I know. That's what worries me about the rib, too. I I was TC. I was. I'm not. I mean, I guess we'll see where the chips fall. But you know, your your rib propaganda you were trying to spew 
this this morning was was falling on a lot of deaf ears. I feel like. Well, let's well hold on. We'll we'll get to the rib in a second. Let's talk cat. Sorry, who's yes. got who's who's bullish on cat this week? Well, let's just ask it. Does he do better or worse than his forty seventh place finish at the Masters? I'm going to say worse. I'm going to say better. He shot 77, 77 on the weekend. That's a tough walk. Uh, I think it's going to be a little, we're going to see some conditions, right? We're going to see some wind. We're going to see a front roll in. I don't love the, the colder weather for his, his leg, his back, et cetera. But it's, it seems like the cat's making progress, right? I'm kind of bummed he's playing. I think he should sit out until St. Andrews. Uh, Cause he's definitely going to win that one, but I'm, I'm bullish on the cat. I've, I've got a cat top 20 play in there right now. Whoa. That that's not one of the ones you deleted in minutes. <laughs> Very much yeah, it, for here. now. For now, uh, I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm, I'm with you. I'm gonna. You know, nobody likes the cat more than me. I don't think I need to preface with uh, would love to see the cat in the mix. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. There's 60 more players in the field. I, I still don't think this is like an easy walk. It seems like it's a ton of a ton of ups and downs. Uh, and it just, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a, an absolute horse that that wins this week somebody who is at the peak of their powers i don't think there's any faking it around here mr big worse i i'm <laughs> sniffing a miscut from senior cat i was looking for it i was looking for plays. some make miscut yeah. plays as well I, i'm with uh I'm w- i think we i'm with the majority here i just think it's a speed bump on the road to you know back to i don't want to say full recovery but on the road to the open at uh St. Andrews, another comfy spot for him and a much easier walk. Would love for you to dance on our graves on Sunday afternoon, TC. That would, that would, nothing would make me happier. I, I actually just, just deleted the play. <laughs> got to find another play. <laughs> or just, get it, just receiving word. I also swore that I would never doubt Tiger's ability ever again, and, I, and the first opportunity I got to do it, I did it. But, uh, listen, I mean, I don't pretty think he's going to shoot 90, but, like, I, right. you know, I don't it's – still, It's still one of those things where it's like, do you think he's going to beat, like, the best – players in the world who are all like totally healthy it's like yeah probably which not. <laughs> brings me to my next question from steven odell big are we revoking tour cards this time around too or was that just for tiger's first tournament back yeah i think that was just for the the first tourney back oh man you know he's got some some high level competitive reps now in the last you know two months so i i think we'll be guys are safe this this weekend that's just i think anybody who thinks that they're going to get beat should just not show up Right, get out ahead of it. Yeah, we could. Yeah, we could do that. Maybe that's why Phil didn't come. I think a PGA pro should be able to call somebody out, and if they beat them this week, they get their tour status. Hell yeah, that's great. God, that's a good take. What What happens if they don't? If they call it out and then don't? Well, then that's what's supposed to happen. I guess. No, there's got to be some. Else? There's got to be some downside risk. Free roll. Yeah. Well, then he he loses his PGA pro status. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I, I didn't think that take, could take yeah. his job. Yeah, Omar Uresti gets his salary. Exactly. He's got to go to the cart barn for a year. Yeah. Some cat quotes that came from Bob Herrick. He said he we uh, we started ramping up a week or so ago, played a little bit more golf, and it was good. It's only going to keep getting stronger the more I use it, the more strength it gains. Am I ever going to have full mobility? No, never again, but I'll be able to get stronger. So sounds like he feels better than he did going into Augusta, which I think is, is, is not nothing. But um, I, I would say he makes the cut, but doesn't – in no way does he contend. Like, I don't think he comes out and – you know, is the, is the talk of the tournament on Thursday? I think he's just kind of just there. I feel like, yeah, I, I guess maybe Southern Hills is similar in this regard, but I feel like we're we're maybe overestimating or underestimating, I should say, how how much like 
course knowledge i could play this place blindfolded there was at augusta correct like we, that's all we talked exactly. about right thursday and friday was like him going out and oh my god he's just playing chess he's hitting all the perfect spots like this is i know obviously he's won here but it's it's a totally different golf course right with with the renovation restoration with i, I don't know it just it seems like the augusta thing was a lot more uh i guess not predictable because we hadn't seen him play, but it made a lot more sense on like Thursday night. Right. I'm yes. with you a hundred percent. It sounds silly to say that for a golf course he's one on, but there's a certain amount of just muscle memory around that place and wide fairways and knowing where he can miss and not needing to muscle the ball out of any, you know, I know there's not a lot, a ton of rough out there, but it's just a, it's a very different test. If we were going to go play Augusta right now, uh, I would say he would finish in the top 25. Like that would be my prediction, but we're not, that's not where we're going. So. Which it, it probably, you know, bears saying that like, if he does go out and finish top 25, it's way more impressive than what he did at Augusta. I think. Right. I mean, it's oh, totally it, this is like a complete, there's so many more variables and this is just such a taller ask. I would think So if he does play great, I mean, I, I think it's like really good signs of things to come, but, if he doesn't, I don't. I wouldn't be like disappointed or surprised or any of that stuff. It's all gravy at this point. But you guys ready to go down the betting board here? Oh, talk hold a little on, about, please. Well, there's one one question from C Wallace Five that I think I, I'd love DK, our friends at DK, to to prop up a, a just a prop bet. You know, sweepstakes on the cat. How many shirts does cat wear per round? Based on uh, you know 2007 and and what was he changing? Did he change? It was 2018. It, it was Bell Reef. He was changing. He was going in like every six holes and changing shirts. I feel like he was changing in 07 too. I think that was might have he? been like the 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 genesis of that move, but I, I could be wrong. Maybe he was just sweating through it. That'd be a great great prop bet. Massive week for your wind app, TC. Oh, huge, huge. I mean, I just got to figure out if I'm going to do the GFS or the Euro model yeah. or the North American model. Of course. A lot of ways we could go. Yeah, he just changed his mind again on that one. He had a diff. No, I'm freaking out. I don't have a lat. I don't have a fifth play right now. Do your plays change based on which which model you use in your app? Yeah, there's so many variables we're looking at. Let's go down to the uh, down the betting sheet here. Uh, the favorite this week plus 1100 to win the golf tournament. Uh, I don't know what Scotty Scheffler has to do to become a favorite, uh, you know, in a major championship, but it's not him. It's John Rahm at plus 1100. Randy, should he be the favorite? Uh, no, I mean, I, I guess the question is, why should he be the favorite? Just he's the defending U.S. Open champion. Body of work because he's the buoy. Yeah, he just can't, and he can't sink him. Weeks ago, and he's driving the ball historically good. Why shouldn't he be the favorite? Because he's not chipping and putting as well as he used to. Um, given a lot of maybe they're giving a lot of uh, credence to your your boys down at Vedanta. Yeah, the timeshare salesman. Maybe they they might have put some pressure on him, honestly, to make to make Rom the favorite. There could be a kickback going on. <laughs> exactly, that's true. It feels Listen, like a quiet Rom week. It, it, the, the, it just I don't know what that means. If anything, maybe people are catching on that it's it's not worth a play. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm starting to sound a little bit like Big Randy as I say that, but I, I'd be willing to throw. We would get some better odds, right? I was kind of hoping with this, you know, quote unquote bad play, he'd be he'd be slipping down a little bit because, yeah, I don't know. I think he's going to play well. Hot take. He won his last start. Exactly. So it's it's hard to say bad play, <laughs> odds wise. But um, I don't know. I thought Scotty be the favorite, man. I thought you know plus twelve hundred. He and JT are uh, holding the same odds. That seems a little off to me. I I, I know JT's got a little bit more. 
more year like there's there's some stickiness to some of this as far as how people you know react in betting markets and they're used to betting jt and majors and not as familiar with betting on scotty but it doesn't seem like that they should both be at plus 1200 i mean scheffler's still getting the store brand treatment whereas jt's get you know he's kind of that brand name right it's legacy legacy stuff right it's like blue magic it's a brand name you know Plus, plus jt's dad's a pga pro so there's that. Can't, can't discount that. JT needs to show up this week. Agreed. Agreed. I didn't didn't really like in, what I saw in. last yesterday at, at the end of. Uh, yeah, the, but that the, the I mean, that bonanza golf course, as I think you guys pointed out on the podcast, it's like such a crapshoot, right? Like you get with that many guys up there, it's it's kind of whatever. Sure, I think anybody who kind of like put themselves towards the top of the leaderboard has to at least be in in good form, right? Like what happens from there is kind of whatever to an extent. But JT's coming in in good form. This is a golf course that really like seems like it should fit him really well. He's a great driver. He's a smart iron player. He's a good chipper. Like it, it seems like a place where he should play well. We've talked a ton about kind of not having the juice in in the majors. This would be a very very disappointing one if he does not show up. The other night, the uh, the 2017 PGA was on like golf's greatest rounds or whatever. Not just like the highlight film; it was like the 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 telecast from it. First of all, CBS it is amazing how much they've improved by because it, it was just PTSD watching old CBS telecasts how bad they were. Two, so much amazing shit happened for him on that final round for him to win. Draining putts from everywhere, chipping from chipping in from off the green, the ball on ten that like hung on the lip and then fell in after eleven or so seconds. Uh, it was just kind of like, dude, it just takes a freakish run of not I want to say luck, but a freakish run of like things going your direction to actually be able to win one of these things. And you know, it's uh, it, it just looking backwards at, at, at it from that perspective was like, man, that was a lot of good shit that had to happen for you to get your major. And he hasn't really put himself in position to have that happen again. So what would be a disappointing week for him? I mean, I think anything outside the top 15 is disappointing. I mean, when the golf gets harder, these top players need to separate themselves. Like it, there's a reason why some of them like, do they, some of them do. And if you're constantly on the wrong side of that, then like, it's, it's very fair questions to be asking at this yeah. point. And you know, for his, for his talent level, like having won one of them, is kind of just a it's a he gets a little bit of a pass in terms of like all right you're not best player to have never won a major but like it, it feels like you should have probably have two at this point i'm proud of you solly i'm proud of you for going i've there. said this for like this is like our fourth you straight year we've had this conversation yeah. i know yeah. that was i was know that was difficult for you but it's I'm proud not of you. it's really not <laughs> I, I mean what you can talk me into when we're going down this this list here is uh, you could put colin up there with scheffler and oh, drop JT yeah. down in with Cantlay and Rory. Like that feels more accurate to me as far as like those mm-hmm. guys getting the brand name status. Cantlay's his numbers are just so consistent. I don't feel like he's passed Randy's eye test or he hasn't passed mine. Oh, he doesn't late. win. Yeah. I mean, at uh, some point you gotta say uh, he just doesn't win. He won four times yeah. last year. Except but nothing, nothing, nothing except that's three. Really yeah. three. Don't give him the memorial. Sorry, you you just got done saying like when the golf gets tough, we we look for the guys to separate and play better, and, and Canley doesn't really do that. And one of his wins was at Caves Valley, which is not a very tough golf course. Neil, I think I think Morikawa is the most under respected guy. Like, look at his major record; it's yes. it's incredible. It's his like iron he should play. have that Come brand on. name treatment of would- like, yeah, he's won multiple majors now. He's won the PGA. He's an unbelievable iron player, which. You know, I'd assume it's set up well here. What I would love to see is if he is going to hang in the wind. I know, okay. like we've we've talked about that a little bit, and and whether he's like the 
the stadium golfer or whether he hangs out in the wind. And I don't have a good answer. I, it's all it's all speculative eye test, uh, as as you know, as Randy would say. But it's uh, I would love to see conditions buck, and then I would love to see Morikawa separate <laughs> when that happens. I think that would be really fun. Follow on question: Who do you think out of JT? Morikawa and Rory, who is the most track man golfer of those three? Rory. I think I think Rory this is such a stupid answer. I think Rory chooses to be almost. Like I don't think Rory inherently is. I think Rory, like when he's freed up, is is the most like natural talent. But I think like he almost like talks himself into being the track man golfer. It sucks. Well, that's where I feel like has Rory had like a philosophical shift? Like it seems like he's had a weight come off of his shoulders in the last six months, say like so since you de- the masters. Back. <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs> Where like I, I have the same concerns about Morikawa that like he's kind of a dome golfer, and then JT. I don't know. I just like the putter just worries the hell out of me with JT. A couple of things. Let's How can let's we not call forget- Morikawa a dome golfer if he won the Open. Because it didn't fucking blow. Common misconception. Fair enough. And it was the most aerial. (laughs) I'm just asking what a lot of listeners are probably asking, okay? It was the most aerial British Open venue, too. Like, it's everything's, it's not running up. It's through the air. I think two things, lest we forget. One, after JT's round at the players, when conditions got fucking biblical, all we could talk about was how impressive JT was. Uh, and like all the shots that he hit and how crafty he was. And I think he, he won a lot of us, or at least me, I, I think like earned a lot of points on that. So would love, again, same thing, would love the conditions to get up and would love to watch JT battle again because that was a blast. Uh, and then two, you know, we got done with Rory's epic run at Augusta and we're all like, oh my God, he's totally freed up now. He's going to be a new guy. Uh, I can't wait to see, you know, which Rory shows up after all that. I feel like we fire a lot of takes. Uh, nobody more than myself. Fire a lot of takes into the ether and then quickly forget what those takes were. Is my point <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I, 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 it doesn't make sense to me, and it doesn't pass my eye test, and it doesn't pass the some some guys get better when it's harder, and some guys don't. But like if you compare side by side, like strokes gained data, and just like who is better at golf between JT and Morikawa, JT blows Morikawa off the planet, but. Morikawa has better peak weeks, more volatility in his putting or whatever that may be. I mean, Morikawa, like JT so far this year is a plus 2.3 strokes gained, and Morikawa this year is plus 1.6, and that's Morikawa's best strokes gained number he's put up over the course of his career. It just it, it seems like Morikawa like goes away, and you kind of can forget about him more frequently than somebody like JT does, but would you trade any of that for two major championships? Of course you would. That's really well said. Uh, I don't think I realized the gap was that big in that, you know, again, just looking at the data golf stuff, which is kind of like an amalgamation of all this stuff we're talking about. JT is number two in the world and Morikawa is number 12, which is he's just ahead of Corey Connors. But I think if we did it like with some weight, if we did some weight behind like majors and and big boy golf tournaments, it might get closer to even right. This counts every golf shot the same. Uh, that would be my guess. That's a fun. That's a fun heads up bet this week. Morikawa versus JT. I don't. I don't totally know which side of the coin I'm taking on that one. Question for you guys, guy. We haven't said a single word about thus far. Brooks Kepka. Plus forty five hundred. So it, much disrespect. Right. It's so fucking disrespectful. It's almost as disrespectful as Leash being plus one plus eighteen 
thousand. <laughs> it's 180 to one. That's absurd. I, we could talk some BK when we get to picks here because he might uh, might be making a little appearance. Any there. concerns? He he isn't playing. He, w- he withdrew last week. Any any word on how he's feeling? No word. Just that dude in majors figured like he is so good at hitting the sh- the super not sexy shot when he gets slightly out of position to finding the middle of the green to twenty to twenty five feet and like. I think over 72 holes, I, I'll, I'll spoil it. I have a top 10 play on, on Kepka. I think he's going to be in the top 10 by the end of this tournament. You can get decent odds on that one. So, What, what do you think so Brooks is in the data golf rankings? He is like below. He's less than one full shot, I think. In strokes 46th game. in the world. Sheesh. Yeah. God. But that's like not that far off from what no, a lot of his years where he won multiple majors. Yeah. Dude, question for you. Where's, where's DB straight vibing? He's number 16. I tweeted this out like his his 12 month strokes gained looks really pretty, but his last three months have not been very good. He's kind of falling off. He he kind of snuck up and was playing some really good golf and no one really noticed it right around Ryder Cup time. And it was like a more obvious Ryder Cup pick than I think a lot of people thought. But since then, he has not not been great. He's not been doing a lot of damage. Should we get to speed at plus 1800? How many is he going to win by? Uh, I don't think, even think we need to talk about around, speech. Should I go around the horn? We just, you know what? It's just, it's just understood that he's going to play well. This course is speethian. So I, I, first of all, I was, I was uh, dismayed to hear you deny speeth yet again on the podcast last night as I was making my coffee this morning. And also, I would say I, I agree with everything you said. <laughs> what, what did I say? Because I would love to see how, how you guys would portray denying. Just that it seems like one of those weeks where he 100% is going to be in contention and also 100% like probably isn't going to win. Like the, the putting is the putting's questionable still. I don't think the roller coaster's over with Spieth trying to complete the Grand Slam. Like, no, that's I, I, I think he's going to be there for sure. I, I, but I don't, I don't think he's going to win. So that's, that's where I'm at. This is a great chance for him. This is like a, yeah. this should be a really great golf course for him. Uh, we've had some, you know, we've kind of looked at, Maybe some future venues that don't fit fit as well. Um, this is he's coming in playing really good golf. This is going to be a great great chance for him. He's, I'm not picking him to win. If you want to call that denying him, then please be be my guest. I'll, I'll accept that. That's fine. But I think he's totally going to top five. I think he's just destined for like a solo third this week. That we look at like one crazy four putt that he has and just are like, how the, how did this happen? Um, it's, it's been a trend in major championships. The putting has let him down for a lot of major championships last year's masters. It's easy to forget. He probably should have won that one. Um, team speed is not worried about the putting. I get a lot of texts from the coach that we share that we we're, we they're not concerned at all about the putting. Um, uh, but it, I'm not concerned about it. It just doesn't look like somebody that's about to win a major. I think there's a middle ground. He's just like kind of in the middle right now. Yes. I know uh, he was not out there today. This- Preview will be Solly declares that Jordan Spieth will not win the PGA Championship. Yeah. Emphatically, yeah. he is not I mean, my pick to not win. I will say that. I mean, Solly, yeah. you you did pick him to like finish way outside a certain level in the world ranking last year. Like, correct. You, you have when that was when I was horrible at betting, and that was a favor to him for him to get his game back. That was that's what that was the turnover. That was the tip ball we needed to get running downhill. I heard today that. Spieth is not out there today, or he has not been out there today as of yet. Greller is walking off yardages, doing all the dirty work. Greller's got that look in his eye, man. That's good. Intention. You heard it here first. Thank you. Greller's doing normal caddy work, you mean? <laughs> no, not just normal caddy work. He's 
he's he's really really being an alpha out there Randy. <laughs> anything else on the on the odd sheet you guys want to cover do you guys want to get into uh get into some plays forgive me if you guys covered this last night i'm sure you did but is there anything else to say about phil i mean this is a pj championship preview and the fucking defending champion is not playing i mean i feel like that warrants a, a couple column inches here why are you trying oh, like, to cancel him, Deej? Like, well, <laughs> and this is cancel culture. I do want to make that clear. I want to state my intentions here. Dean, I'm not being flippant. I honestly, my answer would be no. I don't think there is anything more to say at, at this point without hearing from him. Like, I, I don't know what you say. We yeah. covered it last night. Do you have anything you want to add, Deej? Uh, I don't know what you guys said, but just, I mean, nothing insightful. I, I'm, you just I said you listened to the Randy, podcast. You know? I see where you're going, and I well, I hadn't gotten there yet. It didn't take me oh, an hour and a half to okay. make my coffee. I only, you know, <laughs> listen the first, you know, couple minutes. Yeah, he glanced at it. The podcast yes. wasn't for me. It was I for a friend. An- got- enough, to, enough to give us a download stat. We appreciate sure. that. <laughs> sure. I got yeah. What is it? Thirty seconds. I listened to. It was, it was great. Multiple devices. No, Randy. I see where you're going, and I'm I'm with you in that. You know, it's all speculation at this point. I think my rampant speculation would be. Like it really seems it seems like I don't know that it's the the uh, the comments that are keeping him away. Right. Like I feel like there almost has to be something else going on because it seems like he could have overcome. It seems like he could have faced the media. It seems like he, he has done that. I know not to this extent, but he's he's done that a lot during his career. And if he it seems like he really like would have wanted to defend his title at the PGA championship as a 51 year old guy and, and bask in the glory of like what is truly one of the most unbelievable wins in golf history. And he, I don't know if you, I'm sure you guys touched on this. I'm sure other people's have too, but that weird kind of hanging sentence on the end of his release about how like he hasn't been the guy that he wanted to be. And there's, there's a lot more work he has to do on himself. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm wildly speculating, but that, was kind of a, a pretty big meatball in there that I feel like a lot of people are are either looking past or uh, not giving enough weight to. And it kind of seems like there has to be something else going on. What that is, I have no reason to speculate. I have no idea, but it seems like there's got to be something there. I, I think I, I think that's very valid. Putting myself in Phil's shoes, I, I would think that maybe, maybe, maybe some of it is uh, you know, I know the Billy Walters book is coming out. Like, I, maybe he he doesn't want to face the music before everything's out there in the public. And yeah. if he feels like there's more damaging news to come, then I could see not wanting to go through the headache and the hassle now just to have to do it again however many months down the road. Yeah. Which I don't think that book is that close to coming out, but that doesn't mean there's not more bad news coming out on his front. So, I mean, that means uh, he's got to wait a long time to. Yeah, come back or not war, if he's right? going to the live event, right? Yeah, or you can catch me at the live events. Yeah, catch, catch me outside the live event. How about that? Follow us on TikTok. <laughs> uh, yeah, just I don't know. It bears it bears a a blank, uh, vapid stare of of uh, disappointment that the defending champion's not here. I guess on the uh, on the odd stuff, Sully. I like. Um, when's the last time we've had a true? I feel like we ask this every preview, but like, is there a chance that we could get, I, I guess Phil is the answer to that, right? He was what, 150 to one or something last year, but somebody truly out of nowhere, dark horse winner. Uh, I keep feeling like, feel like I, this I, could be a week for that. I feel like I keep going to, to like Gary Woodland as the like quote unquote longest shot. That's that's one in, in recent history. And, and obviously anybody who follows 
golf probably wouldn't consider Gary Woodland like some massive long shot. Feels like it's we're we're in the days of truly hitters only. And I don't know what you guys think, but Gary Woodland was eighty to one when he won. Uh, so I would I would put that up there. Yeah, relatively. Yeah, but like it's not like the days of like the John Daly's, Ben Curtis, like Sean McKeels, yeah. like really don't seem like they're they're coming back. Also, I'm soon. I do feel obligated to say Phil was two hundred to one when he won this tournament. <laughs> it's it's also Phil. Yeah, <laughs> that is the answer, but it's also not because of the name recognition. Right. It's crazy. Like we haven't mentioned. I mean, we're. We're almost 50 minutes into this thing. We haven't mentioned Dustin Johnson once. I know he just got married. I don't know where his head is. We haven't mentioned Hideki yeah. once. Uh, who yes, played we will. We really will freaking Hideki. good. Uh, so let's go through the plays and then go back through and Cut. and like you know kind of nitpick a little bit and say, hey, like who's not getting enough run right Love now? That. Who are we our, sleeping on? I, I think our liege. <laughs> I was gonna say our Royal you- Highness TC is gonna have to kick us off here. I feel like it's your choice to go first or last. You could defer. No, make I'll- him go first because if he goes last, he's gonna change him again. No, I'll defer to the second half. I'll defer to the second half. All right, you got to pick the batting order then. Uh, Beluga first. All right, and I want people to know I am I am tracking Randy down for that fourth place. The the uh, it's not really the midfield battle, but it's it's the uh, the, the seller battle. I'm I'm thirty nuggies. Or 15 nuggies on your tail, baby. I'm coming. Blue By the way, do you guys see there's a new, a new cryptocurrency, a new stable coin called Nuggy? That's that's it's pegged to the, the price of a four-piece chicken McNugget. How about that? We'll have it's to look into it's that. one of it's one of three coins I don't own. So <laughs> we'll have to change that. And Neil, um, just just for the record, what what's your current total right now? My current total is uh, I don't have it in front of me, but it's negative uh, ten thirty nine, I believe, one thousand and thirty nine dollars. I don't I recall, Senator. <laughs> and I think Randy's like at one thousand twenty three or something like that. So, uh, he, he, the big man's here in footsteps. Uh, I can assure you, I'm not. Okay. All right. So I had man, I I, I did a lot of thinking, a lot of reflecting after going two for five. I'm just trying to keep this momentum going. Uh, charging towards the surface, ready to breach. A uh, lot of options this week. So I've got Rom and Scheffler, both to top 10 finish. It was a uh, custom parlay. I feel like it's it's very chalky. I don't really – I didn't pick either of those guys to win it. I, I feel like Scheffler more than Rom, but I feel like they're both going to be there. Uh, that's plus 500. Again, doing 200 nuggies this week. So put 40 on each. Randy, keep it simple. We don't want any miscounting or anything like that. Uh, so 40 nuggies there. I've got Stuart Sink to top 40. Unfinished business. T9 at, uh, um, what was it, Wells Fargo. Uh, he's been playing well this year, so top 40, plus 250 there for 40 Nuggies. I, I just think that he's been thinking about that for, I don't know, 15 years, and, and, and I think he wants another uh, another crack at it. So I think he makes the cut, top 40, we'll see what happens. And what a story that would be. What a story that would be. I have a winner play. It feels like a moment where, you know, he kind of just yelled to everyone yesterday, found it. Xander Shoffley to win plus 2,800, 40 nuggies. Uh, consistent across the board. Uh, basically. Very consistent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I, <laughs> let's see, I want to see if he breaks through. I, I, I feel like there's good odds there for as good as he is, as, as uh, you know, all around as his game is. Um, so we're going to put 40 nuggies on it. And then I have two plays on one guy, Cameron Young. Um, I have him. As the winner without John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Roy McIlroy, and Jordan Spieth, that's plus four thousand 
for 40 Nuggets and Cameron Young to top 10 plus 650 for 40 Nuggets. Cameron Young has a T2 and a T3 in his last two starts. He He's played at Perry Maxwell player. in college at Wake Forest, and uh, he was a T2 at Genesis, another big boy ballpark. Doesn't seem to be scared uh, of mixing it up with the uh, the chalky guys at the top of the uh, – uh, at the top of the list, he drives the shit out of it, and he just feels like he's going to break through and declare himself basically rookie of the year, I think. So those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. Love that, Neil. I'm rooting for you on that one. I Can't love you. it. We're all behind you, Neil. Thanks. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> I'll wave on my way by. Next up, we will go with Randy. It looks like Randy is uh, is currently minus 1,020 Nuggies mm. and 0.81 Nuggies. So. Thank you. I I didn't know quite where I sat. Uh, we have five plays. This Does week. that change anything? No, it doesn't. We have five plays. Nationality play, top Asian. Hideki Matsuyama is plus 125 as the top Asian. Love this. Love this bet. We're putting 110 nuggies on it. Mm. I don't think wow. he faces a ton of great competition in that category. So uh, play well, Hideki. Cam Young, Neil, how about that? I got a Cam that? Young uh, winning his three-ball matchup against Tony Finau and Matt Kuchar this week. Plus 165, put 20 nuggets on that. The guy who hits the ball really well, Chris Kirk, I have for a top 40. A Casey Case, I'm at plus 180, putting 25 nuggets on that. Just looking to, uh, you know, just make the cut, have a, have a good steady week for him. Big, I did not see that one coming. I Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Joaquin <laughs> Neiman. I'm going to take to win. I think he's going to break through with a big win at some point. Uh, he's plus 4,500. Kind of like that that odds territory, putting 15 nuggies there. And then finally, Max Homa to top 20 at plus 275 for 30 nuggies. He obviously knows he needs to play better in majors. That's the next big step for him uh, in great form. I look for him to have a, a, a very nice week this week. God, Randy's deep in like the the treasuries. He's in he's, he's buying yeah. the bonds right now, keeping it very very safe between <laughs> the mayo and mustard. He's he's investing in public utilities, yes. railroads, <laughs> things exactly, of that nature. Baby. Exactly. Uh, Took a flyer on an NFT with with Neiman, but otherwise he's 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 pretty locked in. Pie man, I would I would tell you what you're at, but I don't have it pulled up. You're you're not updated. Um, All right. Well, uh, I've roughly. You were minus your, nine. Release you, your tax returns. You were you were you were negative nine hundred and eighty nine nugs going into last week. All right, so I'm probably I'm tracking down the boys. Then I think I lost about thirty this this past week. Yeah, a couple a couple things. Randy, let me just pick up the ball and run. I'm I'm also going with the Max Homa top twenty uh, plus two seventy five. All this chipping talk that we've done has kind of spooked me on that a little bit. Uh, Max, I would I would say that's probably not the strength of of Max's game, but. He's a premier iron player. I think we've we've had plenty of talk about the contending in majors, getting in the mix, that sort of stuff. This feels like a good uh, mix of someone who's in great form, in great uh, just mindset, playing a great golf course for him. So uh, I love that as well. It, it kind of is one of those things. It's hard to – I love the Cameron Young pick. He's never made a cut in a major. I know it's like – it's hard to time the first one. You know, it's hard to – Hard to know when that when that first one's going to come. Solly, I kind of took the the tack that you were saying earlier of, of just, listen, I'm going to miss it. It might happen this week, but I hope it does. Would love to root for it, but I'm, I'm not going to be there, unfortunately. I feel like DraftKings kind of put this one in, in there just for me. Randy, I'm really bummed to not see you uh, go for this one, but 
winner without John Rom, Scheffler, JT, Rory, or Spieth. If you take all the good players away, I think Big Tone has a great chance <laughs> oh, to be the winner. Plus four thousand forty to one that he's uh, he's going to be the winner without any of those horses. But why not? I don't think Big Tone's going to win, but I think he you know he's playing a little better. Seems like he's found something. He's he's a very nice iron player, you know, and obviously has some some power as well. And and you know, tends to play well at majors. So that's that's a lot of shit lining up there. Kind of in a similar similar vein, Neil, I know you did one of these as well, but two guys I, I don't know that either are going to win, but I definitely think they're both going to be in the top 10. Morikawa and Spieth, that is plus 800 uh, to see. I like that one, Deej. Both of those guys. Are that one. I really like that one as well. Uh, I like that one too. Uh, we shall see. Top 10, we mentioned, we've talked a lot about chipping. We've talked a lot about major performances. Uh, give me the mangy dog. We're looking for the biggest grease ball this week out there at, at Southern Hills. Who's just going to be getting up and down from everywhere? The mangy dog, Cam Smith, for a top 10, plus 275. Uh, that's kind of becoming becoming a bit of an auto bet in the majors these days. Uh, and then my last play, my NFT that I'm taking a flyer on, uh, looking for a winner. Solly, you completely sold me on this during the masters i was kind of rolling my eyes at it a little bit and the numbers do not lie give me big shane lowry top to, bloke to win plus 2800 guy makes so many cuts at majors i think he's made 11 in a row uh it's gonna get windy great chipper uh he's one of those guys we were talking about like the data golf rankings and who kind of like adds it all up right he's he's got the biggest kind of delta between OWGR and data golf. He's yeah. like seventh in data golf in the world and uh, 27th in the world in the, in the world rankings. It's kind of a, a bit of an inverse speeth a little bit in that, uh, in that department. So uh, I could absolutely see him winning this week. So those are going to all be 40 nuggets as well. And as I say them out loud, I feel a little better about him than I did when I stepped into the room. So appreciate you guys. Let me air those uh, for the people here. Next up, we have Solly, of course. Uh, Solly, you're you are negative 449 nuggets. Mm. Hate to see Coming. that. Coming. I, 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 I love now. where we're at. Well, listen, we're making plays now to try to track TC down, right? It's not, we're not trying to necessarily get in the green. Like, we got to make some, we got to, you know, this isn't a, 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 a some game here. This is a contest we're having amongst us five. It isn't about winning or losing nuggets here, all right? So, kind of like the strap budget. to hear that. I could lose two nuggets or I could lose 2,000 nuggets. It's all, uh, no matter what, I'm going to lose. So, I, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is, my nugs where my mouth are. 50 nugs for speed for a top five plus 450. I, I, I think he's going to have a, Fantastic week. I just don't try, quite trust him to win. I hope to be wrong, but I think he's going to play some great golf this week. Just saw an image of Brooks Kepka up on my screen. Guy's looking absolutely yoked. I don't know if he's been playing any golf, but he has been hitting the dumbbells. I feel great, even better about this. 25 nuggets on him for a top 10, plus 400 on that. Dude does it all the freaking time. Plus 400. I don't care what kind of golf he's playing. That's a great odds. Uh, also, Louis Oosthuizen. We haven't mentioned him to this point. He hadn't been playing great golf again, but... We talk about guys that get better when the conditions get harder and the golf courses get harder and the, the major championships ask a very specific question. 25 nuggets on him for a top 10 at plus 500. Any this concerns one, like he hasn't not been playing not good golf. He just hasn't been playing golf. That, that right? like makes he me hasn't feel played, even better. That makes me feel really even better. Since, since match play. He, he withdrew perfect. from the Masters. That's perfect. We, we okay. love that. We absolutely love that. This one, I could not believe these three were, were paired up for the uh, one of these three to win. These are three guys that I would have loved to have made individual plays on. 
Cam Smith, Hideki, or Shane Lowry to win the golf wow. tournament. Fifty Shit, nuggets, fifty nugs plus eight fifty. Okay, now That's that good. one's that one's gonna hit, and we're gonna double up on this one because my big play this year, this week to win the PGA Championship, fifty nuggets plus four thousand. Hideki Matsuyama. Whoa! Wow! Love wow. it! Wow! Love it! Figured, figured that was coming. Figured that was coming. That one puts me in earshot of TC if that one hits. So that that one that one's adding up a lot for me. All right. All love right. it. God would love to see that. I need Hideki to you know, one major's cool. Like two majors, three majors is is a lot more interesting conversation. All right, yours truly. Uh, coming off you know, uh, a close but no cigar week. Grandy, I thought I thought Madeline was going to get it done. Oh, it was we the in, best, the best bet of the week. We're in for great sure. shape there. Yeah. Uh, Kokrak, I was confident in that one. He didn't didn't get it done for me either. We're in good shape. I want to give a shout out. I got my my Trader Joe's green tea infused mints here. I'm feeling feeling good. Uh, I know people are going to be asking me what I'm what I'm nibbling on in this video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thirty uh, seconds in, we have no picks. First and foremost, top five: Tommy Fleetwood. Plus oh, two thousand. Thirty nugs. I, I, I think he's I think he's got the driver figured out. He's an elite chipper of the golf ball. Putter looks good. Uh world class iron player. What more could you ask for? That was a true him? uh kombucha meme as you were describing that. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm going for I'm going for for premium iron players, man. Yeah. Um oh. next up we're going Cameron Young plus Eight thousand to win. Fuck. Eighty to one. Sheesh. Thirty nugs. Damn it. What? Those 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 two plays have been have been in the mix the whole time. I've been shuffling these other ones out. Next up, we're going Mark Leishman. The disrespect is unbelievable. Top ten plus fourteen hundred for a top ten. He's one hundred and eighty to one right now to win. That's insane. Does he stink? Yeah. He he might. But I'm going thirty nugs. To win or to sorry top 10 uh plus 1400 next up uh we're going two winner plays i'm i'm trying to create generational wealth for my family for my for my grandchildren for my grandchildren's grandchildren all right uh i've got a i'm trying to get a guaranteed rate of return here i'm not worried about you know eking out 10 20 30 nugs a week here i'm trying to i'm trying to keep adding commas all right jordan spieth plus 1800 to win 100 nugs. Oh, <laughs> All right. Okay. That would yield, okay. That would yield $1,900. Now I can't root for him. Oh, I know. That's how I feel about Cam Young now. It's like, I don't want to speak this into the universe, but just keep in mind, just keep in mind what I said about that 18th hole. Jordan Spieth coming down with a one-shot lead, TC having about whatever, 18,000 nugs. 1,900 nugs would pay out. Uh, and then lastly, this is more just because I want something fun to happen. Max Homa plus eight thousand to win for ten nugs. I looked hard at at that at at Morikawa. I just don't like the value. I looked hard at like a Taylor Gooch top ten. Adam Scott always a favorite for stuff like this. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've got, guys. I'm trying to I'm trying to create generational wealth and stack. I, I think feel I like, love it. I, I hate TC. when. It's almost like you bet on someone to win and the under is how I feel now with Cam Young. It's like, no, 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 uh, yeah, they got to score more, but I need him to stay right, just right under the level right there. Exactly. Yeah. 
uh, nobody bet on Scotty Scheffler, which I think is intriguing. Well, the uh, top 10 parlay. Oh, I missed it. I missed yeah. it. Rom and Scheffler. Gotcha. Still, the guy has won yeah. four of his last seven, essentially, golf tournaments, other than his team event. Uh, yeah, but he looked washed up at Craig at TP Creek, T, TPC Craig Nelson. <laughs> uh, any any other anything else stick out? I mean, nobody's nobody's taking Cantlay. Nobody's taking um, me JT. JT, yeah. JT's I'm, tough I'm, to bet on, man. The, the odds I'm, just never yeah. never line up very good. Um, no cat, no no Burns, no Horschel, Corey Connors. Um, Fitzpatrick, Zalatoris, we haven't mentioned him yet at I, this point. Not I do want to mention, I, I've got a, a Sam Burns 65 to 1 play in my, in my year long plays. You do. So. I saw that today. Yeah. Well, that's not the only offerings we have for, uh, for plays to make this. We teamed up with DraftKings this week. They let us go around. We're going to go around the horn. We're each going to pick somebody to be the first round leader. And it, it's going to be one of those either or plays. If either one of any of our five picks, is the first round leader. It is going to be boosted to plus nine hundred. Uh, no, no, no. We're going to they, they they upped it. They upped it. They did. Yeah, check 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 your email. New work, new info uh, trickling uh, in. I believe it's thirteen hundred. It is. It is plus thirteen hundred. Wow. Quote last second haymaker before you guys film. Plus Love 1300. it. Does right, anybody well, want to change want. their plays? You can't do it now. <laughs> it's boosted. It is boosted. TC, we're gonna lock yours in first. Who's your pick? For first round leader, remember if any one of these five guys is first round leader, you can bet 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 a hundred to win thirteen hundred on, on the DraftKings sportsbook. I said Tommy Lad. TC uh, hates you guys. <laughs> I, I said I said Cameron Young. Uh, uh, I said Jordan Spieth. I said Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin's good. I like that. And I said Louis Oosthuizen. I don't know why I said that, but I, I said Louis Oosthuizen. That's kind of like he hasn't played in a while. <laughs> hasn't played in a while. Comes back out, plays his first round, and then gets shittier after the first round. Could go. Right? Could those, be. Those guys all make a ton of birdies. We're trying not to go yeah. chalk, and we're trying to get you some some nice odds. Yeah. So a little, a fun little uh, something to throw out there if you want. Plus thirteen hundred, tremendous boost. I love that one. So, uh, anything else before we turn it over to Gil Hans? Who's your pick not to win? Oh, that's right, mm. not to win. Hovland. Uh, Rory. Ah, damn. Randy got to go last because Randy's going to take everybody in the field. Uh, I'm going with Rom, John Rom. Wow. TC? I'm going with DJ. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it hurts me to do that, but, but you know, I just don't think he's the greatest player of all time. Right now. I know, but just not this week. I'll I'll throw a can't lay in too. I'll do it. I'll do a Randy oh, this year. I'll throw two in. You know what we no, should do? Not solid. Do a third one. Go ahead. Xander. Xander's yeah. not gonna win either. Yeah. Hell yes. In future years, we should just have to keep going around the horde until we get to do, uh, <laughs> who actually does win, and then whoever gets caught gets caught. Randy, who you got? Uh, we'll start with Scheffler. That's an easy one. Uh, <laughs> I I actually didn't feel very that, that great about this week as compared to other weeks. I, uh, Check out if you want a good laugh. Check out Rory or uh, Ricky's odds to finish in the top forty. So I almost feel bad <laughs> saying Ricky anymore. We'll leave him How off. How do you feel about the fact now. that he's even in this in this field? Have you I know, seen this backstory? He got no. in last year basically as a sponsor exemption, and then finished what top eight. So he got into this year. It's disgusting. What's yeah, the that thing that Solly? What's the thing that they do? The project project thirty six. Like, like where you oh, operation like, 36 operation 36 ricky's doing that right now they let him in the field and he's playing operation 72 
in the field. It's a it, it's it's a PGA of America, you know, a whole initiative they've got. Going. A beginner initiative. Yeah. You yeah. you start from twenty five yards away, play nine holes, and if you as soon as you get thirty six or better as a score, you move back twenty five yards and you keep doing that. Teach this you how to score. This might be, you know, Glory's last chance. Could just be Ricky's last chance here. I mean possible. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Uh who else you got? Uh, Sorry, you're just getting on a roll. No, 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 that's okay. I like I said, I I actually don't have as strong of feelings this week, but you, you can throw Xander in there. You can throw cool. uh, Hovland. I'm not feeling Hovland. Uh, Cantlay never wins anything. And then like 11 through 20, I think you can kind of take all those guys except for Neiman and Hideki. So that'd be DJ Burns, Horschel, Louis, Fitzpatrick, <laughs> Kepka, Finau, Sungjae, which I don't think Sungjae is playing. So cool. I, essentially like all those guys uh, for sure not going to win. Love Guys, it. there's a guy that we haven't mentioned that I think has has some good, some good uh, juju going right now. Uh, word on the street is is that he he switched to a, a protein focused diet, like only only oh. eating meat. Yeah, J- Jason Day. Exactly. He's currently eighty to one. Uh, Flashing played, some signs of life. Played pretty well in DC before he ejected in the bad weather, and then didn't do anything last week. But I think that's that's some value there. Didn't somebody tell you he was suffering from vertigo, though? He, I think the vertigo is back, which but is that, tough. That means he's about to really find it, though. Whenever exactly. he's got, he only gets vertigo when he's in the hunt. So. Yeah, true. Well, let's all meet that. With the all meat diet, is he sunning his butthole too? <laughs> I was he's, so close to closing this out. We were almost there. We almost following, had it. We're gonna he's transition the liver king. Randy, now, we're gonna go from that to, to a wonderful conversation with Gil Hans about the, the renovations of the golf in the, in the game of golf. <laughs> Which I didn't even ask any on, questions on this topic. On, I already listened on, to uh, vitamin D. Uh, we're done. This is it. Please, if you're watching this on video, go check out the podcast feed for our conversation. Uh, with with Gil Hans, we'll have live shows every night this week uh, on Twitter and on YouTube. They'll be on our podcast feed as well. So uh, thank you all. Stuff. Good stuff coming up this week. It's going to be a really fun yeah. week. We are very, I'm very stoked. excited about it. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. You know in. what? If you want to hear more about the butthole sunning, tune into the trap draw this week. Randy and I will we'll make sure we add that to the agenda. Okay? Almost there had it. Cheers, guys. So for people that have never been to Southern Hills before, what are they going to see when they flip on the TV for the PGA Championship? I think they're going to see Perry Maxwell's best golf course. Best one. Yeah, I think so. Because when you, you know, people talk about Prairie Dunes, and he only did nine holes there. Press, his son, did the other nine. So it's, uh, I think this is his best full 18. Did he do other things that were better? Maybe, you know, like 14th green at Augusta is pretty good. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think they're going to see his best golf course. And hopefully see it in a light. I mean, Jim Wagner and I really worked hard to try to present it so it looked a lot more like it was in its original 1936 version, obviously updated for the modern game, but I think they're going to see a golf course that's got some of the most amazing green complexes, and I think they're going to see a golf course. I mean, it's difficult to see this on TV, but they're going to see a golf course that is the routing is brilliant. I mean, it really fits that site so, so well. How difficult is it when you have these classic golf courses? We've talked a lot about in the past about the plot of land that you're working with, rarely is it you know you can't lengthen every hole you get to some we'll talk a little bit about brookline here you get to some holes the road is right there you're not lengthening it you're not moving roads like they do at augusta do you have to you know just say all right well if i can't lengthen the the blah 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 hole that means this hole's going back 
30 yards even more because this is my one chance to add length. Is that kind of a, do you have a give and take at all with like overall yardage that you're doing for a PGA championship, a major championship? Not really. I think we're just looking at each individual hole and trying to figure out, you know, what makes sense in this day and age for the playability of it. But the other part of it that's really important to us is the connectivity. I mean, we all love these great old golf courses because they're easy to walk. And, and you, you walk from green right to the next tee. And when you start to get to that disconnect where you've got, you know, you're walking 80 yards back and then you're walking the same 80 yards forward, in my mind and, and in Jim's mind as well, sometimes it's just not worth grabbing as much as you can. So I think it's, it's really more tailored to an individual golf hole as opposed to the entirety of the, of the golf course. We rarely, well not rarely, we never go into a project saying, hey, we've got to get over 7,500 yards or 76 or whatever it is. It's really more about 18 individual opportunities and some holes have them and some holes don't. Over the course of your career, what have you learned from watching professionals play your course that has maybe made the process for you renovating a course that's going to host a major a bit iterative and, and, and maybe some things you're reacting to out of things you've seen on other work you've done? Has that been at all part of your process? It, it has, but I think one of the things that we've learned, and it, it really, st- I mean, it started at TPC Boston, but it also, you know, I think the, the Olympic course in Rio was where we really hit home is that everybody thinks that we're involved in, you know, like, the way the golf course is going to play that week or the way it's going to be set up, but we're not. I mean, that's up to the PGA. It's going to be up to Kerry Haig, and it's going to be up to Russ Myers, the golf course superintendent. They're going to present a test for them. Our job is to give at Southern Hills, Russ and Kerry, as many opportunities as they can to be as flexible and to have as much variety in it. And I think the thing that Jim and I have focused on when, when you talk about new or restoration of these great old golf courses is to trust the original architect, trust that Perry Maxwell got it right, trust that Tillinghast got it right, et cetera, as opposed to imposing our thought process on their deal. And, and I think it's so far it's worked out great from our perspective is because those guys were so good at what they were doing and even something that was done in 1936 is still completely relevant uh, as far as green complexes are concerned bunker locations presentation of each golf hole so i think in many ways it's it's focusing on where those guys hit it what ultimately we can do to challenge them either through the topography of where they're landing the ball with hazards in play uh, those sorts of things, but kind of step back and let the original architect's intent be the primary arbiter of how the golf course is going to play, and then let the guys who are doing the setup be the arbiter of how that golf course is going to play that week. Over time, you know, yardage doesn't necessarily work the same way for a 1936 golf course as it does now, but what does work the same way when it comes to challenging players? Not, and I don't mean like protecting par. I just mean, what makes a particular shot or a particular hole, what is it about these classic golf courses that is still on display that provides challenge despite the fact that these guys can hit it so far? Well, I think it, it, a lot of it comes down to the green complexes. Yeah. You, know, you don't want to make it as simplistic as it's a putting contest because it's not because there's a lot more in these great old golf courses than probably most of the courses you see week in and week out on tour. But I think it's, it ultimately... You know, you're talking an awful lot. Somebody just sent me a chart about, you know, green speeds in the 70s, you know, stimping at 7, now stimping at 13 or 11, wherever they're going to set up Southern Hills at. So I think there's, um, based on the fact that there's topography and slope in the greens, there's already a challenge there 
in those putting surfaces. I think um, some of the things that we focus on and, and we use modern technology is, is sort of the firmness um, to try to replicate those types of things that might have happened back, you know, when you're dealing with clay greens as opposed to sand-based greens and you're dealing with very minimal irrigation. So you, now we're trying to dry down golf courses as fast as we possibly can. So I think that the playability from that standpoint will, will also be helpful. But I think at the end of the day, whenever we talk about these great old golf courses, you know, Augusta National being first and foremost, because we see it every single year, it's okay, it's all about those green complexes and the slopes and, and, and the whole locations that are defended either by internal slopes in the greens or by the hazards on the perimeter. And I think the thing that's going to be really interesting about um, Southern Hills is that it's the perimeter of the greens that are gonna provide the, the biggest defense. What was there? What was that Southern Hills before you got there? What, what, what did the scope of your work entail? And you know, I imagine it's somewhat unrecognizable um, from the last time we saw it in 2007 uh, at the PGA Championship. What, what did you see when you got there and what all did you do while you were there? was interesting when, uh, you know, Russ Myers um, was the superintendent at LACC. He was at Southern Hills, went to LACC, then went back to Southern Hills. And when Russ called and asked if we'd be interested, I, I, you know, I remember, had these memories of Southern Hills and, you know, Uber Green and the death threats and how hot it seemed to be every time they played a major championship there in the summertime. But I didn't know much about the golf course. So what do you do? You go to Google Maps and you start to look and it was just a lot of green grass, a lot of white oval bunkers, and a lot of trees. And I thought, hmm, yeah, I don't really know if that's a, that's some place that is a good fit for us. But Russ was pretty insistent, and when I went there, I was blown away by what was in the ground. You know, the routing, the way the golf course set there, the features, the green. So it was something that was was almost um, camouflaged from from its true identity. And then the more we dug into the history and then Clyde Christman the, is, is a member there who's the archivist who gave us all this great background information and so the more we dug into it the more we found wow it actually never it didn't look like this originally then it got down to okay if we're going to redo things how can we put it back so you know what you're going to see now are bunkers that are more rugged more rustic you're going to see less trees although we're getting credit or blame uh, for taking a lot more trees down than we actually did the club had gone a long way down that road prior to our arrival. So we just kind of cleaned up around the edges. Russ was telling me that Tom Watson was there recently and playing in some event. And they asked him what he thought of the golf course and he was very complimentary, which was nice. But he said, there's a lot more water than he ever remembered. And so I think, you know, when we look at the original design, all of those creeks were open. You know, they had been piped over a long period of time, either for maintenance purposes, for playability purposes, or, you know, for getting cart traffic through. So reopening all of these little creeks uh, across the golf holes and trying to give them that character, I think is something that's gonna be completely different in the way that they're gonna come into play on the golf course. That's interesting. Yeah, it's amazing what, what the different priorities, how they change over the years. Carts, were, the golf courses were not originally designed with carts in mind. Do you work hand in hand with the PGA of America for the Tour Pro specific stuff? And, and side by side with that question, how much is a restoration project like that about the PGA Championship and how much is it about member play? Uh, we do not work with the PGA, nor do we work with the USGA like directly. Well, as a courtesy, we'll certainly show them what we're thinking and what the club is thinking. And, and I'm sure if either of those organizations had any problems, they'd let us know. But first and foremost, it's, it's just using that history as our cue. 
as I mentioned before, trusting those original architects, trusting that the design is good enough and it's held up over a long period of time and just putting that back. So it's our first priority and, and really what we're beholden to is that original architect and that restoration process, which will yield first and foremost the best results for the membership, we believe. You know, I, I'd be lying if I said we didn't think about championships because we know that that's a potential to happen there. And then some clubs we go to have them already on the books, so we know that that's a part of it. But there's not a ton of interaction, like, you know, calling up and saying, you know, is there this or that? Now, the, the, the interesting thing is that more of the interaction happens outside the ropes. It's like, you know, we had looked, just as an example, um, the original design at Southern Hills had a, a huge bunker between 13 and 16. And the, the conversation about the bunker wasn't about placement or how it was gonna come into play, it was how do we get gallery through that space? You know, how, can we get them around the edges? Do we divide it into two bunkers and let people go through it? So you, you talk, you spend a, a lot of time talking about how you conduct a tournament there and, and how all of the people get in and around it more so, almost more so than you do about the actual playing of the golf course. Hmm. That's another thing of you're trying to fit golf holes in, not even thinking about these courses were also not designed to have 25,000, 30,000 people on the ground in no, one day. <laughs> Parking and all that stuff. It's just, it's amazing. The size, I mean, we were out at Brookline yesterday and, and the size of the operation that goes into hosting a major championship, it's just, it blows your mind. Also confirmed, I don't know if I'd ever want my club to host a USA. Because <laughs> it is a full-time construction zone. I was mostly curious if you're looking at data of any kind to say, all right, you know, it's, it's probably pretty inherent to say tour pros are hitting it this far. So for these bunkers to be relevant, we need to be hitting it right. We need to put this tee right here. And I was curious if there was any interaction with the governing bodies on, on any of that or if that's something you're left, you're, you're trusted with or where you get data like that. Yeah, I think we've been trusted with that. You know, you, when you deal with the tour, you get a lot more information because they've obviously yeah. got every week and week out, they get that, that information. So I think that no, it's more just general conversations like, okay, what's a good carry distance, you know, for the longer hitter? And that's the other part of it too, is that, you know, like average golfers, tour pros don't all come in one size, right? Some guys can carry at 315 and other guys can only carry at 295, 300. So how do you divvy up those, you know, you don't want to make it so that every single bunker only impacts one class of player. And so there's, there's a little bit of that give and take in the variety of, of the design. And, and sometimes, the, from our perspective, the land is going to dictate where you put them, right? You can't take a bunker and put it at 330 if it's over the back of a hill. So there's, there's a lot of things that, you know, it's, again, back to that just individual golf holes, trying to make them the best we can for the way the game is played now. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect anything.